This is Raymond Reynoso, the Viamon Umbrella, and this is the pretty good parts of the regular season sportscast. Really? Because this show sucks. This is Letty, okay? La loca, Leticia, okay? You're listening to the pretty good parts of the regular season sportscast. Okay, you're lying because this fucking show sucks, okay? It sucks! This is Shakalicious, the big Aristotle, the big Supreme, Superman on the scene. You're listening to the pretty good parts of the regular season sportscast. Hey everyone, it's your boy Terry Funk. I'm here at the Double Cross Ranch listening to the pretty good parts of the regular season sportscast. Yeah. What else you want me to say? I don't. Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. Season Sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santi. I just killed that overlay. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the regular season sportscast special edition two-parter. We are doing the pretty good parts of uh, the regular season sportscast since we are creeping up on 50 episodes. Yeah, it's 50 episodes. I can't believe it myself. We really put in all that time and effort and actually did 50 episodes i feel so committed and complete i feel like i've 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 accomplished not much i didn't really accomplish anything but nonetheless i've I've really put in the time and effort to do 50 episodes a year in people we are a year and just celebrated the one year anniversary of this show i know it's crazy right so for the next two episodes we're just doing two parters of the pretty good parts of the regular season sports cast just so you guys could catch up freshen up listen to some old bits interviews and stuff like that also some sneak peeks of what's coming up with episode 50 which is going to be an extravaganza i got some you know some surprises coming down the way for that returning guests and some possible possible people that you didn't think would come back and actually said fuck it Let's make a return. Let's see how it's going. Let's kick around the let's kick around the tires to see if the car still is able to run. You know, so let's let's get a motivated. Before I go into the pretty much, it's it's like a bit show. It's like when you know when you watch like the the the, 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 the clip shows from like Seinfeld, Happy Days, like those you know throwback episodes, in which you you you're looking at the past 
series, just a montage of what's done. This is what this is. Basically, this is what this basically is. We're just doing a montage of stuff here. So before we do that, I want to congratulate the entering class of the 2016 Hall of Fame. Just a quick rundown. We got Brett Favre, who definitely, definitely either gave you pleasure or pain during his football seasons. But either case, the man is worthy of such a Hall of Fame and historic career. Kevin Green, who I was I, w- I was waiting a long time for him to get in there. I would have thought he was been there years ago. Kevin Green, shout out to him. Kevin Green is also a wrestling fan. He was part of WCW at one point. Tony, Dun- Tony Dungy, congratulations to a stellar career as a coach for the NFL. He did marvelous, marvelous things. And going in with him as well as Marvin Harrison, wide receiver for the Colts. Had a stellar, stellar career there. Orlando Pace is probably the man who helped to innovate and recognize on the offensive line the pancake which basically is putting a man on his back while you're blocking. Uh, Eddie Barlow Jr., owner of the 49ers, who had a stellar, stellar uh, franchise during his years there. Uh, and also, Kenny Stabler, who's going in, who was pretty much the face of the Raiders during that time. Uh, Dick Stanfield, an offensive guard for the Lions and the Redskins, old school throwback. It, it's It's... It's an honor and a privilege to be a football fan and to see individuals who made a career and risking their bodies and their lines for the NFL. It's fantastic to see that they could get honored the way that they are when it comes to the Hall of Fame. Also, there's a lot going down. We'll talk about it come episode 50. I'll probably drop in some tidbits of news, sports, wrestling related. But for this episode, like I said, we're pretty much going to be looking at a flashback of the last 49 episodes going into way back way back early on i'm hitting up episode two right now keep in mind the audio is really really bad i'm not saying that we're that far along better (laughs) we we didn't really progress that much often but I, i think pretty much we did as much as we could to get it up be sure you check us out on facebook at the regular season sportscast group page as well as on instagram at regular season sports the instagram is lit yo the instagram changed up man everybody's cracking jokes and, and complaining that it, it's somewhat like snapchat i'm loving it i really am i was to be honest i was really getting tired of what was going on with snapchat and it's made it a little bit easier now for us to do uh, uh, connections with the fans because it's already there. The the audience was already there. It was too much of a slow grind trying to build a social media snapback or uh, you know a Snapchat audience. But this right here is like this is the, this is the way in now. This is easiest easiest way to go. This is the way of the future. Instagram is basically making their moves and yeah. So be sure you check out the regular season sportscast there as well. It's it's. It's lit. And uh, also check out the YouTube page. I have a new video up there, which is basically reviews of anything sports related reviews, previews, upcoming stuff. So be able to be sure you check that out. That's called the TRSS on the bench. We're doing that there. Like I said, shout out to my man, Javon Lewis. You know what I'm saying? He was doing this thing over there and he inspired me to do that. Good looking out, guy. And you're doing a lot of big stuff over there. Check him out on his YouTube page as, as well, Jay Lewis over there. Uh, yeah, man. So, so 
sit back, relax. We're going to be here for a few minutes doing some throwback stuff. And like I said, I'll chime in here and there, whatever news I could do. See if I hit you with some breaking news or whatever have you. Oh, also be sure you check out the TRSS shop because there's some new stuff going on over there. Be sure you check out the RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net, shout out to Big Rich over there. Be sure you check us out over there. Got some new stuff over there. We got the Undisputed Sports Talker short shirts, apparel, mugs, phone cases over there, as well as new Call Me When It's Over stuff over there. Check, Make sure you check that out as well. Guys, it is going to be one hell of a ride. Um, you stupid. Maybe, maybe. But like I said, bear in mind, bear with us. <laughs> the audio is pretty bad, but yeah, it's still fun though. It's still fun to go down memory lane. So give us a minute, check it out. Episode two, zero to one forty-three. Like, it's I don't know. It's it's like, but I think for, for, for I think guys it, who for some who reason have these celebrity relationships, it is a distraction because you're always in the line. You just got paid. It's yeah. like you don't. I don't know. It's it. I don't know. I think it's going to be a problem. Yeah. I think it might be a problem. All right. Question number three, the final one, which is the random act of fuckery. Uh, are you opposed to having sex with the handicap? Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I- <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> when you say handicap, what exactly, how handicap are you? Ah, that's good. At least you're, you're inquiring the, the depth of handicap like i have an open mind when it comes to females right, so, so if yeah, I throw out a I random mean, handicap would you just like what's uh, wrong with her okay uh blind nah man no you couldn't do it no man that's that's like my worst fear for me to ever go blind yeah. so for me to fuck oh excuse me <laughs> <Can I do> that? <laughs> for me to be with a blind woman it, 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 it'll I, I know, man. I would. I feel so bad for her. I wouldn't be able to do what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? How about deaf? <laughs> how would that work, son? I, I don't know how to communicate with a deaf person. Like, I don't want to be rude, you know? I, I, All I know is that I would give, like, the universal sign of Connie Lingus. <laughs> Put your two fingers around your tongue. Yeah, exactly. Are you ready to get this going? You gonna get this work, girl. How would you? Oh, man. Ah. Uh, okay, here's, here's the big one. Here's okay. The, and I'm not even going to go with the major one, which is, like, quadriplegic and shit like that. I'm going to say <laughs> missing a limb. Wow, we've had this talk. <laughs> You want to fuck a stump? Well, what's missing? The leg or the arm? <laughs> the head. <laughs> if, uh, yo, I mean, I, okay, I would say. You know how you grip a okay, woman? Let's, let's go, let's it go. can't be the leg because the way you grip a woman, you need to have that limb laying around. Let's go to where the territory that I once plowed. Let's just say Jay Santy is very out there <laughs> he has stories that will, will just shock you uh, the, 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 let's just say let's go let's by the way i have a fuckery question for you okay um i've been thinking all week about the shit you pulled last week on me so i got one for your ass okay how about um uh, a limb let's say an arm i can do the arm okay i can do the arm because i need the legs because the way i grew up okay. a woman I, I like the legs and how about if you how about if she's missing both legs but like you could she could what like the fuck you could spin her like a top like <laughs> 
I would put like no, a, bro. I, would, I would put like a. She's uh, missing a leg and an arm. <laughs> Why would she want to fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would put like a handicap sign on my penis, like for the park. Oh man, and that's what she could park at. Wait, what about the prosthetic? If they had a prosthetic, like, uh, I mean, that you wouldn't want to use that. Wait, would you rather fuck the girl where she has half a arm that's a stump, or an arm with a prosthetic? Well, what if she, say, what if she, what if she, what if she, what if she's ready to like, you the know, the prosthetic to, would be useless. Like, what if you mean like the metal one with the claw? Yeah. What if she's going to touch oh. your, your genitals with that? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Can we adjust the grip? Like, <laughs> like all right. Uh, I got one for you. All right. <laughs> he said he's been working. Let's, let's, week, let's make sure I word this the right way. Okay. There was a man. Mm-hmm. Who decides to go down that rope that some people feel that it's a route to go down now because of Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. This man became a transgender. You can't even say it because you know Transgender. <laughs> and he turned into a female. And he's a female now. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> now you meet this female at a bar. Things get going. Did I? Okay. Right? Right? Okay, okay. You take this female home. Mm-hmm. You tear it up. Right, you wake up in the morning, you're like, yo, just tore it up, feeling like a million bucks, good mm-hmm. baby, you know what I'm saying, can't wait to tell the niggas, da, 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 you know what I'm saying, right. and you go and get her coffee, you know what I'm saying, you come back, and she be like, yo, I got something to tell you, and be like, yo, I hope she don't got nothing, nothing crazy like that, and then she be like, well, I used to be a man. Okay. What do you do? So you mean to tell me that- How do you, how do you deal with that? So, so you mean to tell me that the hot dog is gone? That is, it's a, it's a. Do you think the hot dog is really going to? Oh, well, it's it's put somewhere. I mean, it's probably inside. Oh my god! I, I mean, is it wrapped on round? But you would see that if you smashed that. You would know. What do you think is gonna come out like an unrolling sock? <laughs> it's gonna just pop out. <laughs> <laughs> like a hot pocket. Like every time you pull out a like a fucking penis, is gonna come out. It's like, oh, let me stuff this. How you handle that situation? Let me stuff this back in. How do you handle that situation, son? Yeah, if I find out it's a, it's a yeah, you, I, well, I mean, I'm not gonna fuck it again. <laughs> wait, wait. So if you hit it again. I said, are you not, able to? Are you? Are you? I'm like, I don't know. I said, I'm not gonna fuck it again. You wouldn't be able to. I think I'll be all right. If it looked like a vagina, like if it looked like a like if it was a, a vagina. Some of these, some of these transgenders, they pull it off. Like, no, I mean, if it looked like a vagina, like they look like what a woman's vagina would look like, and then at the end, you just she woke up and just said, "Well, I just wanted to let you know that I used to be Oscar." <laughs> <laughs> wait, I mean, now here's a better question: Can a transgender grow up? Grow again in erection? No, 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 not that. Grow a rug. Oh, can they grow? A rug? Yeah, they get they get um hormonal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And and if, it, if there's a transgender on there, I prefer it to be bald. You want a clean pavement? <laughs> I just I want it to look like a Barbie doll down there. You want it to look like a Kevin Euclid? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we're done. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we lost like half our listeners that downloaded the show last week for that one. These guys are talking; it's getting way difficult right now. Yeah, it's your boy TRSS, the original, the man with the plan, the new and innovative hip hop is getting ready to get taken over by your boy Fashion, and you're listening to the pretty good part of the regular season sports cast. RSS Music Hits. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Energy 
TRSS. This week we're bringing you nothing but the most fabulous of fabulouses. Although it may be cold outside, it's getting hot up in this studio because we're bringing you a new one from Sexy Salsa. That's right, Sexy Salsa is bringing you the hotness. It's Wrestling Sorry Baby from Sexy Salsa. Here we go. You are a wrestling fan and you're mad at the product now. Your favorite wrestler's hurt or he's not getting over. You get so mad that you even yell at the referee. You blame Vince or Creative that the show sucks. You go on Twitter and troll by sending out negative tweets. Say you, you'll never watch wrestling again and you will. Wrestling groups have banned you because you're mad and bitter. You cry the indies are much better, but never been to a show. If you're a wrestling fan, I say sorry. Mm-hmm. You watch a divas match for their bodies. If you're a wrestling fan, I say sorry. Yeah, I know that they let you down, but watch the old stuff on the network now. I'm sorry. you down, but watch the old stuff on the network now. Breaking, Breaking news. news. All right, uh, just doing a quick bounce back from all the flashbacks that we're going here at TRSS, the regular season sportscast. Yeah, breaking news, man. It seems it comes out that uh, our guy Ryback from the WWE is basically gone. That's right. Breaking, breaking news. Seems like Ryback and WWE have gone their separate ways. Contracts weren't met. And basically, he didn't want to be there anymore, which is unfortunate, to be to be honest, because I, I was a Rybacker. I actually liked the guy. I, I thought he had a good look for the for the company. They could have done you know they could have did something with him especially now with the brand split but um i guess he wants to do other things and if it's wrestling i you know if it's it is in regards to wrestling maybe he wants less time maybe maybe if he will go let's say to japan he'll be a big thing over there maybe if he goes to tna he won't get a check but i mean i mean it's honest he, he they don't pay over there it's kind of sad but they don't Jesus. yeah so it's no longer a relationship as of this point between ryback and the wwe like i said it's a fat it's a sad thing i'm always a fan of 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 ryback i was a rybacker so well good luck to him enjoy your future endeavors for the both of you and we see what comes down the lane for the big guy Breaking, Breaking news. news. Episode 6. Third input. Me, son. As opposed to his butt pew. Yeah, like, man. man. You, <laughs> now, listen, if you listen to the show, they, they, hey, and we, we gave you the stipulations, the contract length and how much it would be worth. Like, Imagine <laughs> Richard Sherman spit in your mouth. Ugh. Ugh. I think, you, I think your, your, your tonsils would turn into a dreadlock. <laughs> <laughs> it probably tastes like, like Seahawks shit. Oh, God. Ugh. 
My last one to you would be, are you up for third input? The fuck is that? Let's just say if the lady that you with suddenly comes down with the red river, the stop sign, the red ketchup. Are you talking about her period? Right. Oh, oh. Would you, okay. would you, would you. The red river, I'm like, what the fuck? Would you opt to do the third input would mean going to the back, the back end? <laughs> <laughs> I hope his mom listens to this show. She does. This is shit, son. Third input. As opposed to I suck it. <laughs> <laughs> believe me, I know some stories about that shit too. I'll save that for another show. Ah man, uh, the the ah man, bro. I and and when you There's answer people that, people listen to us, bro. Oh, uh, please, there's only like four people who listen to this shit. Ah, I, I've seen the numbers. Shit, bro. <laughs> I guess, man. Whatever rocks your boat, bro. I'm, it's not me. I'm not talking about you. What's rocking your boat? I'm talking about the girl. I mean, are we are we going down the fudgy highway? If <laughs> it's if it's wifey, absolutely. Not oh, that's nice. Even not even a question. I'll take care of her like that. You know? Yeah. If it's wifey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here's a bonus question. Oh God. Have you ever had sex with a woman while she was riding the red wine? What the fuck is the red wine? The same shit? Period. Oh. I gotta say that again, like for everybody to hear. No, 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 wait, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, third so input, third input meant that if she was ovulating and not ovulating, if she was having her period, would you go and have butt sex with her? That's wait, third okay. input. Alright, now we're talking yeah, about if she was on her period. Yeah, would you have butt sex with her? You know, I was hoping that one of the goals of this show that I may find we, a female listener who might like me. Now if she hears this you, shit, she I, might not like fucking approve of my ass. I so. thought it was going to be like you thought that we were going to have higher standards for this show. Are you saying red shit on her cooch? I'm thinking her cooch is all infected and shit, no, bro. No, 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 no. I'm saying that she has a period, but, you know, she's opening up the backside, the rear end, the the the, the, fudgy, no, I got, the fudgy I got, garage. I got, I got, I got the, the, the Chaco Highway. The, would, you, would you get, would you, would you do it there? Her Warren Sap opens. I know. Yeah. I got it. Um, but you're talking about have I done it while? No, no, no. So you said you would do you would do the third input if it was wifey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the bonus question yeah. was: Have you ever had sex with a woman who has had their period? I... Yeah, I think so. What do you mean you think so? You never pull. You never pulled. You know, I'm out? really watching my words right now, bro. <laughs> Uh, you never, you never did vampire sex. Come on now. <laughs> Some women like that shit. Hey, a lot, listen, man. More lube. <laughs> I mean, listen, man. I, Once again, Keith is tapping out I, again. I have not yet to tap out, and Keith is, is tapping out. Whatever. Anyway. You got more belief in me than Team Tebow. Why, look at what we have here, folks! T-R-S-S Bits and Pieces.
Hola, sucios y sucias. I know you've heard of Dr. Seuss. Well, get ready, world, because the lyrical masterpiece is here with Dr. Sucia. That's me. Yes, I was inspired by one of the first books by Dr. Seuss. It's called The Pocket Book of Boners. Oh, a bitch could dream. So anyway, I sat down in front of my laptop after one night when my boyfriend Carlos decided to run away with the maid who we called Pedro down to Miami who ended up being a cokehead and stealing half of my jewelry and some of my... Okay, that's that's another story. In any case, once I sat down in front of the laptop, I was inspired. No hold, all right? So the first book I came up with was called The Cat and the Fabulous Hat. I see, right? It sounds nice. That bitch is scratch your eyes out. Here's one part of the book. Yes, I do dress in drag, but I am not a... Oh, my. I can lay on a mat leg spread. Be skinny or fat, but never fat because I got to stay slim for my new boyfriend who's coming around. But I am the cat with the fabulous hat. You should see it when I go to the clubs. It is amazing. So, that sounded good, right? I know, right? So, I was also able to put together other books. This is not the only one. The other one I came up with was The Grinch That Stole Everything. Ooh, this one is fierce because it's like around the holidays. It's about this guy named Carlos who had this other guy named Pedro. And they end up going to Miami and becoming cokeheads after stealing all my shit. And, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I did it again. Anyway, I also was inspired by other books. Like, instead of green eggs and ham, I had... Huevos Verde y Jamón. It's about these two guys who live in San Francisco. One dates a lawyer, the other one dates a doctor, and they both. Yeah, that might be another adult book too, but but still, kids could love it too, right? Oh, and there's another one I made called One Fish, Two Fish, That Bitch, What Bitch. Ooh, that one is scandalous, girl. You and I need to know it. It's fierce. Wait till you get to the end. It has like a plot twist, but it rhymes just like Dr. Seuss. So if you into you know, having good times reading to your children and maybe you have a family in which, you know, the son or daughter has two dads or two mommies, this might be the book for you. So take it from Dr. Susia. Te veo. Bye. Dr. Susia's books is now available in audiobook. You can get it at iTunes as well as your local Barnes and Nobles. This commercial is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. This is the good parts of the regular season sportscast with Red. TRSS, the interview. <laughs> Episode 11, Good Hank Flanders. Just like, just say it! And then afterwards, it's like his public relations team is just like, come on, man. Like, you know how many dates you've cost us? And then and after you say you it, the whole people in your head. Oh, you know, no. And everybody, everybody on the train, You're right? taking yourself to HR about what the Yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and I... After th- probably thinking about it now, everybody on that train, whether every probably you know, and it's an L train, so you have every kind of walk of life, right? Right on, you know, it was probably like this, like, <laughs> like that. Uh, damn man, like come on, <laughs> you just ruined everybody's train ride. Man. You just bummed me out. 
Yeah, you, you know, just beat his The bum. homeless guy is even not even. Have, yeah, his his smell good, of urine is not yeah, disrupting yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's just like, <laughs> you know what? Uh, that that smell of urine was really bad, and now that guy <laughs> calling some guy some <laughs> some terrible some, slur, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> some t- <laughs> and it's not right. like I've called, I've said some horrible thing. Like I used to drive a cab in New York City. Uh-huh. So talking about trash talking, I guess yeah. this is why people don't like it. I've called people horrible, horrible things. How long you did drive? Uh, oh, you drive two years. Two, two years. years. Oh, yeah. You you almost popped your cherry. You know. Yeah, three almost years, three years. And, 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 yeah, I know. And I, it was like it was like 1930. It was like some white kid from Queens <laughs> driving a cab. And, people, <laughs> and I, got, I got hit on all the time. I have to say, like, please tell me it was by homosexuals. No, by everybody. Oh, by oh. this. Well, it's old women, young women. I'm I'm not into like well, I have to go home. Well, ladies, if you if you don't know what good Hank Flanders looks like, the radio is not doing him justice. Uh, Get him on his Instagram. Plug plug plug. My my girl, <laughs> she's only laughing right now because we're making her laugh. But she's 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 back there like this. I'm going to I'm going to get him for this. <laughs> No, true. One time I was on the phone uh, with her, like it was like two o'clock in the morning. Uh, I think she was still going to college at the time. And this dude, I was dropping him off in Chelsea, and he's he's rubbing my chest. Oh, and I'm just like, get the fuck away from me. Cue like, the music, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I'm like, dude, get just. Did, get, did, I'm did, going did, to break did, your arm. Like, just uh, don't. Was do this it. like reverse taxi cab confessions? Did they like switch it on you? Like the HBO special that like they had like. Somebody probably had hidden cameras on you. <laughs> Sometimes not. I would talk to people. Sometimes I get so bored. I'd be like, "Oh, so hey, how you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I'm like, "I'm from Queens." Like, you sound like you're from Boston. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> ma'am, <laughs> I'm hoping uh, you're a ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I'm hope. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you one uh, obviously haven't lived here for a very long time. Mm. And secondly, uh, I'm from Queens. Thank you. And. uh and and I would just it would just uh, no please and, go back and, to the story then, about the rubbing of the chest that, that yeah yeah no, <laughs> you left I, that door you, gapingly open oh no and she was on the phone she was on speakerphone right and he's like I I I would I would like to have your babies I'm like nah man my my babies need to stay ruffled right in in you know the lower with, with the yeah the lower the boy number one and boy number two <laughs> you know Beavis and Butthead down there you know and um, they're. Uh, you know, and she's like on, on the phone, you know, and, you know, she's just some, some, you know, yeah, she's a very quiet, very, very well spoken woman. She's like, don't touch him. Really? Right? And then you, you could hear, like, her voice, it's like a cartoon where you could hear the little lines, yeah. like, coming at the phone, like, don't touch him. Uh, and she, and the guy's like, ooh, <laughs> like, she was going to come through the phone and choke this guy on my behalf, so. That that no, I've seen people. I've seen people have sex. I've seen. I've had cocaine. Uh, yeah, I've had cocaine. That's what I said. This sounds like an episode of anybody's seen it. The, like the HBO specials they would have is like taxi cab confessions. You would yeah, see all, all for pro wrestling. By yeah. the way, like now sent deviate from the subject. All for pro wrestling. Right. Always, every job I've ever had was to. Uh, I'm borrowing some line from some guy in UFC right now. He. Uh, he every job he had was to you know support his wrestling habit and it's mm. pretty much uh and you could ask that fine woman over there in the past three years every job i've had was to support my wrestling habit oh, okay because uh i'm i'm not i'm not really living off of it right now so i guess it's a habit which we are going to get into after we close out let's go now this there we go. week's rant yeah, so, so you don't like to. So at the end of the day, 
you don't like trash talkers. Yeah, well, I'm not a big fan of theirs. Now, you, and, and and some of my closest friends, hey, Tom, he's a he's a humongous trash talker. So, but but you know, I well, no, you have you have two types of people in the world: people who get far in life and talk trash, and people who uh, sweep uh, sweep streets for a living. And and no, not not and not not you know, not the to world, like the any member gra- like the, of the, the, the New York Department. Caddyshack. Well, the world still needs grave diggers. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, grave diggers, and I'm not to disrespect any member of the New York City Department of Sanitation. That's you right, guys, you guys are guy doing, got the you best guys, fucking union and great. great you guys union. are no, you guys are. Listen, man, if you had to pick up garbage and New York City garbage every day, I would demand a good union too. So <laughs> <laughs> imagine the you know I. Saw a lot as a cab driver. A cab driver. Imagine the the shit. Literally, they've seen. Liter- literally, <laughs> literally, yeah. Had too many beers. Nah, not yet. Uh, we, we're, we're it, still, is, it is a Friday night. Yeah, so, so I'm, we we got a lot more to go to. Alrighty, guys. So we're closing out that little segment of so, this week's rent. Jay so Sente. I am going to Aficionate. officially introduce you, so you will have your moment. So just give us a few few minutes, and we'll get back to it. All right, one moment. Some of you, like this is why people like or hate you. You could see some of yourself right. in that human being that's that's larger than life, mm-hmm. right? It's either you want to be like this person or you are this person, one or the other, right? When you're bad, right, or bad, you know, you have to be like, because I think a lot of the reasons people cheer the bad guys now on TV is a lot of these bad guys are just like. All right, look at Kevin Owens, right? Why do why does the why does the smark cheer Kevin Owens? Because a lot of the smarks one are aren't too far off mm-hmm. of the body type of Kevin Owens, right? The yeah. dad bod, or the, the, yeah, the it. dad bod. Even yeah. though Kevin Owens is in fantastic shape, right. you know what I mean? Like they, they you know, conditioning is amazing. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, you can't, you know, and and he's a guy that probably was like them. You know, it's like guy who's sitting on his, you know, he's like, yeah. man, I want to be a wrestler. And relatable. He just, he, he's relatable, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when when Roddy Piper, God bless his soul, um, was terrorizing New York City in 1984, 1985, pushing the WrestleMania. Yeah, era, the only people who wore the kil- rock and yeah, wrestling. Yeah, only people who wore kilts were guys who played the bagpipes on Patty's Day. You yeah. know, and that's the only guys who wore kilts openly. You right. know? and. He he didn't look so much bigger than like you know you could be a man if I jump the crowd I can you know I could knock this guy out you know yeah he was he was, I want I want he was the guy uh, there, that you, you thought you could hang I, out I, with and be there next to yeah no and you can't you know yeah. what I mean you couldn't you know he's like no I don't you know I want I've always I said this on the last podcast two years ago that I did I said I want people to want to jump the barricade and knock me out. <laughs> You know, but I, I understand when you, I understand that. when you know people chant to me, "Eat a sandwich and eat a sandwich," and I'm just thinking, you know what? Fine, I don't look like a wrestler, but mm. if you got into the into this ring and try to fuck up what I'm trying to do right now, I, I'd put my thumb in your eyeball, like you no, know, and, you and, know and, and, I, and I'd put my I'd put my knee in your throat. But you know what's the genuine thing about that as well is that. When you're in the ring, and I'm not trying to be Mr. Tough Guy. No, 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 no. I hear what you're saying. No, no, no. I hear. No, it's understandable. But the the genuine thing about what you're saying, and as well as with with that, you know, the 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 persona and the gimmick that what it is that you are, 
it's also you see, thin, it's thinly veiled as this is what a lot of people also have within themselves, but they can't do it. They can't they can't be that kind of guy. This 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 well, individual the angry, you know, I, I don't I don't care for a certain individuals type person. They have to be they have to be like you said, they have politically to be correct, correct, right? right? Politically. So they have to be that. I don't I don't pri- like You're 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 actually fulfilling a dream of many people who can't do it. They can't I'm do that. Fulfilling my own dream. Here. <laughs> Speaking of which, how how long have you been a wrestling fan? <laughs> oh, it's, uh, uh, let's get really Freudian here. Do we have time? <laughs> sure, uh, please, uh, please, sure. Please we have nothing have, but time. Uh, please. please tell me you have time. Uh, for, uh, I've always been a wrestling fan. Uh, a re- pro wrestling has been a uh, pro wrestling has been my parents. Yeah. Pro pro wrestling. Pro wrestling means uh, I can't I can't really sit and describe to you what pro wrestling has given to me. Right. As just as a human being. But did you know the instant? Oh yeah, the instant yeah, that you yeah. Saw, you said I yeah, gotta do yeah. this. I wasn't a. a were you the type of kid? I was. That, I wasn't. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Were you the, like? Were you the type of kid who saw wrestling and? Was trying to find an outlet to 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 perform and and just wrestle. Did you I, do I, backyard wrestling? Oh and stuff yeah, like yeah, that? absolutely. Yeah. When uh, probably a little older than I probably should have. Yeah. <laughs> matter, matter of fact, I was, I was backyard like 14, wrestling 15, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, I'm taking bookings if you don't know. Like, <laughs> that look says you might be taking. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I'm, they, they, I'm not that of, desperate yet. No, a lot of you. A lot wait, of you wait guys, a couple years. A lot, <laughs> <laughs> wait a wait a couple of years. A lot of you guys uh, I, that there. I know, you've guys started and you did the backyard wrestling. I seen a lot of you. Yeah, guys. come were on. The, I mean, were you the guys that was in the? In the I was. In the, I was. I was. I, no, gyms? no, no. We had uh, we had mattresses that my <laughs> my mother and her boyfriend probably had sex on. And <laughs> we were jumping. I was I was wrestling kids. Talk um, about Freudian. <laughs> talking talking about um, uh, I wrestled. Ki- uh, I I hung out with. Uh, I moved to Maspeth. When I was like fourteen, I grew up in Flushing, right. and I'm a diehard Yankee fan, which is, which is uh, a lot of people kind of question, because I, I grew up fifteen minutes. You're from lucky Shea we're Stadium. doing this interview because I would have really like just put you out this house at this moment. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> diehard. Yeah, I, I want it. I want them tattooed on my hand. Nice. Like I want them tattooed on my. <laughs> these motherfuckers. <laughs> they go the whole season and, and then they want to fuck it up. Yeah, know? because the 29 championships you know, that you have is not enough. You, 27. Whatever. But yes, I Who would like it to be 29. <laughs> <laughs> I know I say I would like it to be 29. Like I play like everybody. I, I love people yeah. who talk about sports because yeah. they talk about that like they're on the team or they own the team. Like, you know what we need to do? I'm like, no, t- tell tell me. <laughs> please tell, tell them what we need to do we with the GM. To, yeah, please. Because they're paying you thousands of dollars. I didn't know you were a Steinbrenner. Excuse me. <laughs> But when, when, it, yeah, when I- this is Paul D. Savage, and you're listening to the regular season sportscast. Room, room. This week's rants. All right, so I'm just going to interject during this session of the really good parts of the regular season sportscast. Thank you guys for once again for downloading and listening to this episode. Just doing these episodes to try to get together as much content as possible for episode 50 so bear in mind and bear with us i'm trying to make a big thing out of episode 50 so i do it for the people man i do it for you guys you guys you guys are, are, are the reason why i do this Fuck it. and that's the reason why we sit here and we do this filler 
episodes, which I'm hoping you guys are having a good time with too, because it, it gives you the opportunity. Every any, anybody who's new to the show, you get an idea of what has been going on, the progression of how TRSS has been going through. We went from you know a little fucking mixer and two laptops, these microphones and two hosts to basically just me, a laptop, a bigger mixer, and a lot of people who've come through support and been a part of, you know, the the progression of what the regular season sportscast has become. So thanks to you guys, listeners, and everybody who's participated. And you guys are all going to get big shout-outs on episode 50, so keep an eye on that. But just for this week's ramp, I'm going to keep it short because I'm going to get back to what the really good parts of the regular season sportscast is, book one. I just want to do my rant this week. Short one. It's about the Olympics. Yes, we have the Olympics com- coming. Uh, matter of fact, I think it starts off today. And fucking bullshit. I'm not a big fan of the Olympics, and I, and I don't want to come off as this real bitter, sour, unpatriotic type of of caster of of uh, verbal minutia and verbiage of intellectual garbage. Basically, I don't want to talk too much shit about it, like being negative Nelly. But honestly, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the Olympics, and not because of what the 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 the, the events or the the camaraderie of team and country and competitiveness. I'm, it's not about really that in a whole, because I get it. It's you know this is this is where to showcase some you know amateur athletes in a larger scale, and we represent our countries. And we, 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 we come together to show that there's a unification of what the world should be about. And this is how we, we handle our, our, our society's ills. We, 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 we could do it on the field, on the track or in the arena and such and, and just have a good time and everybody, you know, have, have love for, uh, state, country and mankind. I, I, that, all that is great. I'm more, disappointed and upset about what happens afterwards the aftermath of the olympics what happens to these countries that have had the olympics and then it's gone you know we've had countries who've spent years and years preparing you know first of all it's a 10-year process for you to even pitch for your city to be a a nominee or contender for the olympics you know, it's it's a long, expensive process. I mean, there's there's countries that spend up to hundreds of millions to billions of dollars just to pine and committee to have the Olympics in their cities. And then once you do that, and then you are giving the state of approval by the IOC, ding, whatever. You are. You then begin to put together and formulate you know, venues, tourism spots. Make sure that the uh, the athletes are going to be in, in in suitable housing developments and stuff. And it's a long, long process. And then you get this for two weeks, a little more than two if if need be, and then it's gone. What do you do with it? after it's not like you've you've generated such a big revenue afterwards you know you you've probably spent more on get, trying to get the show to you know the the olympics to your city than to do anything else cities such as seoul korea uh, uh sochi i mean 
even Greece, who, who can actually blame the Olympics for their decline in economy, look it up. Generally, you could look it up that because of their Olympics in which they've had, it basically demolished their whole infrastructure and their economy. It's 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 a ridiculous thing because there's no return for it. You know, I my my thoughts would have been if you're doing an Olympic in Olympics and if you're hosting it, you should be given the opportunity to to progress and probably do a multiple multiple events there. Maybe do two Olympics there. Maybe you could do winter and summer depending on location or back to back Olympics because you're really not getting your bang for your buck when it comes to it. You know, Beijing, another one, losing losing revenue. Um, like I said, Athens, Greece, uh, only only cities that's already had a long standing and continue to have progression. Cities like Barcelona, even in our country, Los Angeles, uh, Atlanta. You know, we they they were already money making cities, and we just added on to it. But when it came to uh, cities that that are, are still trying to find, even even the the United in the United Kingdom, London had made regrets that they had these olympics because all it did was basically deteriorate deteriorate what their infrastructure was and this could be the reason why was their 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 dollar went down as well you know there has to be a look for that so the olympics in a whole it's it's a teaser for an economical growth and maybe a boom for that moment but once again, once it's gone, what happens to the structures that were made? What do you do with the housing facilities, the, the extra stadiums, especially if you're you're a country that doesn't have much sporting events? What happens to these things? And you have to look at it in the, in the, in the long run. Is it worth, especially if you're a smaller city and it's understandable you're trying to make a big boost for that city and economy and tourism, but is it worth the risk because you still have cities like Beijing who are trying to recover from the disaster, which the Olympics was basically what happens to these cities that are four or five years down and are forgotten. Music hits. Hey, Lakers fans. I'm sorry how your season's going. This song goes out to you. The Lakers can't win anymore. Driving to the hole is no longer allowed. Can't even shoot the ball anymore. The real team in LA's the Clippers now. Some teams just work things out, but Kobe just chose to walk away. Let's just watch as the Lakers run dry. We can watch as Kobe says goodbye. 
let's just watch as the Lakers go dry. Kobe, so embarrassed, he has to retire. Say goodbye, Kobe. TRSS Bits and Pieces Hey ladies Are you having an unslightly odor that's coming from your happy happy joy joy spot? Is the odor so bad that not even small kittens want to sit on your lap? But yes my friends we have a product here just for you that can Hennessy Malt liquor lemon and honeydew. So if you're having problems between those thighs and it smells like someone opened up a new fish market, try bumping fresh. It'll make your life much easier and your children will want to hug you again. Bumping fresh. Mmm, smelling good. This is the regular season sportscast, and you listen to the pretty good parts because these are pretty good parts. Man, we talking sports and shit. I'm really gonna have to start sending out some wet hammer pictures out there because if Draymond Green is getting offers from vivid fucking video companies and shit, porno sites for showing his cucumber slash cock then I need to start getting in the game shit my, my, my shit's gonna be fucking on the contract with Warner Brothers or with Paramount I gotta, I gotta get him some headshots down there yeesh by the way I've never sent a cock shot to anybody I, I, I don't have the balls where's my rim shots so for uh, this week's talking sports and shit, uh, just quickly, there it goes. It took a minute to get there, but it's there. Uh, just quickly, we got in retirement news. First baseman Yankee Mark Tejada is going to call it quits at the end of the season. He's decided that he's had a long career, and this will be his swan song. Uh, Tejada started his career with the Texas Rangers. He played with the Rangers from 2003 to 2007. He did uh, two years with the Atlanta Braves. Also played with the Anaheim Angels or the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I don't know why they have such a... what Whatever. The name is longer than Draymond Green's cock. And uh, finally with the New York Yankees in which he won his World Series. He was a three-time All-Star He's a five-time Golden Glove Award winner, three-time Silver Slugger, AL home run leader in 09, AL RBI in 09. He had a great year in 09, as you can tell. But, um, yeah, so this will be his last year, and congratulations to that man for having such an illustrious career. Going out a little early, though, there's usually guys who try to stretch it out, but I believe for him, he the time is calling, and he says, it's time to go. Also, on other news, Russell Westbrook is not going anywhere. It seems like the man was able to lock up a deal with the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
The man locked up a three-year deal worth a little bit over $85 million. Congratulations to him on striking that. He believed that Oklahoma was going to be his place. He didn't see himself going anywhere, and everybody in OKC is very supportive of that. And they actually basically just gave him... They didn't even have to throw hookers at him. He just knew that this is where he wanted to be. So three years locked in, he'll be able to drawing some possibly some talents to go there to help out that team i don't think it's going to be that hard he basically took you know akc oh excuse me okc on his back and just brought him to the promised land was just few just one game away from the finals so let's see how he does over there i'm i'm still thinking that kevin durant is a bitch he really is she wasn't ready so uh just to close out quickly, I'm looking at the matter of fact, while I'm recording this, the Olympics, oh, I'm watching USA basketball. And I got to tell you, I just went on a rant about the Olympics and such early on about you know, what happens to these cities after the Olympics are gone. But I also got to start thinking about there's been a, there's a lot of stuff that go Rio. Rio's weird, man. Rio, uh, first of all, it's a beautiful country. It's don't get me wrong. It's just it, from what I see, it's very you know, colorful and. You see all these beautiful and exotic women. That's what that place is known for, exotic women. You, you ever seen a Brazilian ass? Whew. Obama! Yes. I mean, really. It's like... Kufa. Yes. Brilliant Brazilian ass is crazy. They know how to shake it, too. Uh, and, and, you know, it's just one of those things that Rio did not seem prepared. You had four years. Four years to get ready for this thing, and yet it still looked like it was put together by, you know, Lego pieces. Bathrooms were not completed for the athletes. Uh, the, 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 the townspeople, the, the, the local citizens weren't happy. I was watching an event in which the, the cyclists had, uh, had to, had to um, basically go over terrains and such and, the, the, the citizens weren't happy because there were certain roads that were paved over and they were necessary that they would be they needed to stay cobbled over because of uh, traffic and how trucks are handled so you know Brazilian uh, nationalists and stuff were not happy that this was occurring there were some there were some stadiums that they, they couldn't get into because someone lost the key it's it's crazy like how does how do you how you're not prepared? You had four years for this. Four years. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I, and I, I'm the Olympics are something because I watch them. I'm not going to sit there and, not, and tell you I don't want. I watch the Olympics. I watch like the most obscure shit. Like I watch like badminton. I watched uh, uh, early on. I was watching water polo, which got to be probably one of the most fucking toughest games to, to play. You're basically swimming and playing soccer at the same time. Who the fuck wants to do that? Swim and play soccer. Go ahead. Make my day. That definitely will be because who the fuck wants to swim and play soccer at the same time? Then you have to like, you have to stay afloat. The goalie is more power to him. That 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 position is crazy because you have to tread water all that time and uh-uh. You have to play that shit in a dead sea for me because I can't float for shit. My fat ass can't make it. You know, I, I sink like a rock. I'm just gone, done. 
It's over. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's going to be an interesting two weeks. Uh, like I said, I'll chime in from time to time. I'll probably do some posts on the social media pages. Check us out once again at Regular Season Sportscast on Facebook as well as at Regular Season Sports on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi as well as on Instagram, which now has InstaSnap, whatever you lames want to call it, but it's there. You can check us out there. And on Snapchat, RW, uh, excuse me, or Waterbed Red RW. And make sure you check out the YouTube page as well, the Regular Season Sportscast. Just uploaded a video. TRSS on the bench. We do our first review or preview of WWE 2K17. So uh, back to pretty good parts of the regular season sportscast. Got some more stuff, more interviews coming down the line. So stay tuned. TRSS, the interview. Just all techno music just Yo, blaring. What if she got kicked and then like she got knocked out like a random street fighter? Episode street sixteen. Fighter? <laughs> New York City wrecking crew. Know. <laughs> it was just it, yeah. It was the, the the I guess the elbow that came in first was the the, the introduction of what was gonna nah, follow through nah, after nah, the. Nah, but that kick was lethal though. Oh, that kick straight to the neck. Straight to the neck. Yeah, that, yeah, you, you're really helpful sitting over there freaking talking off mic. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Yo, she got hit like last year's Knicks season. <laughs> no, man. Uh, yeah, well, just just for that, I, I did have a dedication for my Miss Rhonda. So, uh, just for my baby. Yeah, for my baby Rhonda. So, uh, just give me one second. I I, I have it queued up. I, I I'm hoping that she gets well. I heard she had to uh, visit the Aussie hospital. Yo, she got hit like the Buffalo Bills. I was watching you walk in the cage at UFC 193. You were determined to be down that chick in front of you. I believe her name is Holly. Hello, do you hear me? You're an Aussie down there dreaming of your undefeated streak. Vibing. Was so beautiful and mean. When the bell rang out, you were prepared to knock her out quickly. But something different. Oh, I'm getting all warm It happened so fast. Where did that kick come from? Here it goes. A KO from the outside <laughs> It happened fast I almost died And you Really You got hit so hard I never Thought it Would happen at all A KO from the Sounds so, sounds so beautiful, don't you agree? No, it's too soon. Nope. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon. 
Uh, that was brought to you by Sexy Salsa. That was brought to you by Sexy Salsa. Thank you, Sexy Salsa. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the regular season sports cast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santee, here to bring to you another week of sports information, fun, ridiculousness, and goddamn buffoonery. This week, as you as you heard my serenade, we will talk about the demise of the record, the undefeated streak. Was this more drastic than the Undertaker going down or <laughs> to me, to me, it was more heartbreaking. It was more so heartbreaking. A lot of people was more heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, it would be better if you guys went on mic. <laughs> it was a lot of people. It was more heartbreaking because no one, no one saw this coming. <laughs> no one's... Nobody. I mean, I mean, I know Ronda didn't see it coming. But... <laughs> yeah. That kid, that kid came swiftly. Yeah, she got hit like the last year's Knicks season. It looked like it looked like a, a Dragon Ball Z fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Swift kick from like Goku to fucking no, Piccolo or some shit. Photoshop Sagat's foot <laughs> landing on Ronda Rousey's neck like yesterday. And the memes, oh god, the memes came out so quickly. Everybody got them jokes off. Uh, <laughs> once again, I want to thank you guys for coming down and listening to us at RageWorks.net. That's right, RageWorks.net. Sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. sidebar. Shout out to Floyd Mayweather because I know he rolling in his millions. Right I think now. he's. I seen. He's, I think he's signing um, home to a. Uh, <laughs> Money that, team. That money team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he's signing it. He can't read. So. Oh, oh, I'm still a Ronda oh, fan. Still a Ronda fan. I'm still a Ronda fan too, but still. So you look. Thank you guys for downloading us at RageWorks.net as well as on iTunes. We're available as iTunes on well as well. Listen, if you guys hear the gentleman in the background, I am here with House of Glory's own tag team and. Faction extraordinaire, the New York Trust. Wrecking Crew. On the check-in. I got Smooth Blackman and Mr. Chris Seaton. What's going on, fellas? The behemoth. All right, come on. Chris Seaton. I got you. I got you back. That's, that's, that's too much. That's too much. It's never too much, Chris. Smooth Blackman. Yeah, I am Luther. <laughs> this week, we are going to do a rundown on, uh, once again, like I said, this week's events in MMA, as well as I do my review of NFL past week and my pickups for next week. And we'll also do some, I don't know, maybe turn it, get into some turnbuckle tabloid. And uh see what else goes down and see if the guys want to sit down and play a little bit of scoring in the red zone. I'm also going to talk about the occurrence which happened in New York as well as in Nevada with, I'm sorry, you guys. I know there's this tragedy going on across the world, but you gamblers out there felt it first with FanDuel and DraftKings being barred from certain states, especially New York, in which we broadcast and podcast from so we'll talk about that but uh other than that i'm here with the guys new york city wrecking crew what you guys do today well <laughs> since i asked before we experience technical difficulties yeah this is like a deja vu moment i could just want to seen this before somewhere <laughs> now we did we participated in a little tag team tournament a little you possibly you part you you participated in something which will be aired soon enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but we're the wrecking crew, so you know it's a, it's all light work. <laughs> yeah. How about um this past Saturday? Do you guys have 
guys kicking around, just beat up, beat the shit out of some people. You know, you know how it is. You're always beating up somebody, <laughs> making up money. You know, it's I not mean, be, it's I not mean, because you guys are black or anything like no, that. No, uh, no, I mean there's no correlation. No, no not correlation. not at all. You you knew me for a long time. You know my dad was like a former bare knuckle brawler. <laughs> yeah, he was out there. You know, yeah. doing, was it Kimbo Slice? No, uh, not Kimbo. <laughs> no, no, that's my dad. That would be that would it, you would work more if you were more on mic. I mean, it's not, it, you guys could look like you could, you could be singing duets can, in a minute. Can so you hear me now? yeah, you're can good. Me now? All right. <laughs> I mean, there there are a couple hits I like to rattle off now that the mic's here. But, oh please. <laughs> No, Please. No, no, not today, not today, not today. <laughs> so you guys, being, I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen you guys come up from the beginning. You know, I, Chris, I, Jesus, we, I've seen you come in and out of House of Glory for for years yeah, until you until you finally said, "Fuck it, you know, I got to start putting it in that work." Smooth. You just came out of the shot of the dark. I remember you just doing run-ins at uh, uh, battle royals and shit, and now all of a sudden you're. On the big stages now. Yeah. <laughs> Doing my thing. You're the lead singer of Jodeci now and shit. You get it. <laughs> I'm not Dalvin. I'm not Dalvin. No, no, no. Devontae no. Swing. Not, not the Jodeci from recently, though. No, no, no. I heard, I heard they do it. Skin Devontae. Listen, when. Well, they're, making, they're making bad choices. When, when, when you're KC and you singing through freaking Coke lips and Coke grinding teeth, they ain't much of. Coffee Looking like the drunk uncle from like random barbecues in the summer. Is that's every and then, you know with the with, with the open with the open button down shirt just flailing. You <laughs> this is Louie Coyote and you're listening to the regular season sportscast. And with that out, that'll bring us to the bottom half of the inning, which will be our last three outs. For this question, children, put oh. your hands together. Put it to your ears. There you go. There you go. <laughs> For Lou E. Coyote. Ay, madre. I mentioned earlier that you had the porn mustache. Yes, you did. So sexy. You might have to wax it sometimes. <laughs> if you, it's a three-part question. If you were to do one, A, what would be your porn name? B, who would it be with? And C, what is the theme and the title? Wow, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Okay, um. Well, you want me to ask you if you like it in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad, he does like it in the butt. He likes to do that. <laughs> That's it. I, I, that was the, that was, that, that was the one he was afraid for you guys to hear. He does like doing it in the butt. There you go. <laughs> God help me. Mom, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he was worried, so I just helped you out. Yes, he is into anal. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, so where he heard is from dad. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you wanted me to really embarrass you, <laughs> Pop, I'm, Pop. Listen, Pop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, there might be some truth into that. <laughs> anyway, so the name it will be okay. The name. Let's see. Um, I say it would be uh, Lou Rams. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Do you spell Rams the same way? R A M S. I would probably spell it the same way. Yeah. Uh, and who would be your your co? Please let it be a gay porno guy. <laughs> <laughs> who would the star be that yes, I'd be with? Yes, yeah, your your co-host. Yes. Oh man, my co-host or my? Oh yeah, I mean your co-star. My co-star. Yeah. Well, it could be a co-host depending on what kind of fucking scene you're doing. Oh my! Lord. It'll be a radio show that you do in somebody's house. It's called a regular season. <laughs> Uh, 
boner cast or whatever it is, and they're your co-host. <laughs> I gotta go with, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny. Who's you said, your favorite? The first person that popped right into my head. Oh man, Miss Sienna West. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And what would be the theme? Well, Sienna is shit. I wish she was like maybe ten years older than me. <laughs> like milf. Um, <laughs> let's see. Ooh, tutor student. <laughs> Well, you know, I haven't been able to get this math correctly. This algebra, it's a little bit too hard. Miss West, I need this this A real bad. This algebra has been a little bit too hard, just like what's been rising in my pants. (laughs) Can you help me to get PEMDAS out? (laughs) What would be the title? Hard algebra. Oh my god! What would be the title? Uh, Hard as trigonometry. (laughs) Uh, ramming the west side. Oh, hi oh! You have to see my face right now. I'm in tears. He is pink. It's pink. Exactly what I I I go for when I do. Oh my god. When I do that, that was three. great though. That was great. Okay, now so I get that name out of my head. Now you go. Now's yours. Okay, okay. Uh, same thing, but you know what? I'm not. Uh, I told I, I told you. Yeah, I prepped you for this. You, you did. It. You did. You did. I've never I've never known you to be that guy, that particular guy that would get into the porn game. Okay. You've mentioned it time and time again. Right. But everybody has their secrets. Of course. Okay. If you could. Right. And you would. What professional sports team? Think about this for a second. Okay. I'm leaving it wide open. Okay. I'm talking about the major four sports. All right. What professional team would you even think about? Letting them gay orgy on you. Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm glad you asked because somebody, I've been dying for somebody to get me this question. <laughs> Hello. Goldie's about to come out. <laughs> uh, first of all, no one in the NFL. No one. If I had to go anywhere that'd be gay orgy, and no one. You know, everybody's going to sit there and go, well, why you didn't put parameters and say, no, no, I'm not up. Like that. I, I, I'll i play the game. No one in the NFL because, shit, them niggas hung like fucking years of slavery. Hello. All right, whatever. You're going to well, put like the X three, up on it. Not like a 300-pound linebacker. Oh, no, shit. <laughs> Let them in off of it. Uh, I'm going to go with the smallest and like the <laughs> whitest team so it has to be somebody in hockey. hockey. Yeah. It has to be like someone Canadian. And it'd be like the Winnipeg something or whatever. Or the Montreal, whatever the fucks. It has to be one of those. <laughs> the Toronto little dicks. Some shit like that. <laughs> and it, it, baseball. You hear baseball, you hear bats. You're like, fuck that. I'm, I'm staying away from that shit. <laughs> and basketball? No, no, no reasoning for that shit. You already know what it is. Oh God! You're so right. it has to. It would have to be a hockey team. Which one? 
Uh, like I said, they have to be Canadian. So, you know, let it be like the Montreal. Well, you have seven to choose from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it, let it be, let it be Montreal. Let them, the let Montreal. The Montreal do it. Canadians. Yeah, let Montreal do it. You know what's funny about Montreal is that, you know, they're all so pompous and arrogant because they're like French Canadians. They're like, oh, 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 they are yeah, bringing their yeah. sticks with them. Yeah, they'll bring it, okay. but it's like, oh, oh, oh no, you see, it's a poo poo, it's stinky back there. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I, I'm good with that. Why, look at what we have here, folks! T-R-S-S Bits and Pieces Do you have a car? Do you live in or somewhere around a ghetto? Well, you're gonna need a G-G-P-S <laughs> No, my friends, I didn't say G-P-S I said G-G-P-S a ghetto global positioning system. That's right. The GGPS will get you out of and through rough situations. Do you have to go to a certain area in a ghetto? Or do you know that the hood is going to be en route to where you need to go? Well, the GGPS can help you get there as quick and simply as possible. For example, GGPS. I need to get to the Soul restaurant of Mama's at Malcolm X and First Half. Uh, you sure you want to go there? Yes, uh, Soul restaurant of Mama's at Malcolm X and First Half. No, I don't think you want to go there, though. Uh, there's another Soul spot that's right out of town. You need to go to, 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 to that spot. You, there's other, there's other spots you can go to. No, I want Soul Mama's spot. They have the best chicken around. I want to go there. Listen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm trying to help you out here, but uh, you know I don't want to be standing outside, you know, parked, and some dudes kind of run up on me and take my wheels and shit. But why don't we go to the one that's outside of time? I can help you out. Come on, let me do you that favor. That's right. The GGPS can help you get through rough and tumble neighborhoods and situations. For example, GPS. I like to go to Martin Luther King and St. Mark's. Okay, this is what you're gonna do, right? You're going to go right down Bedford. You're going to take the left where you're going to see the kids playing dice. You go down two blocks, make the right on Myrtle. Once you make the right on Myrtle, you're going to see the guy who's a blind dude. He usually is drinking uh, vodka. It's almost like the Georgie. You're going to take it down two blocks, then make another right, and then you're going to see the kids uh, selling K2 to these three bums right on that corner. Make that left, and bam, you right there. Got you, brother. The GGPS comes in all types of languages and dialects. Be sure to order yours now. GGPS. You can order your GGPS at Best Buy, Radio Shack, Walgreens, and at any other electrical and convenience stores. This is brought to you by The Regular Season Sports Cast. The interview. <laughs> Episode 14. So then, Lorenz Dean. And I say, hey, Red. And then he's asking, what do I want? And then pretty much, I stated my position on why I called. First, I had to introduce myself. I wish I was there because I just went. <laughs> wow. I'd have just, just like really booed the hell out of me. Are you kidding me? Yeah. One thing you should never do is boo me. That motivates me. 
And I'll tell you another secret what people don't know. Cheering me is also my kryptonite. I do not do well in Then I don't want to do that to this episode because I actually want to have some type of entertainment show today. <laughs> <laughs> so don't agree with me too much, man. So so then um they we started talking and I introduced myself as the greatest wrestling talk show host of all time. Oh you know, the usual. The whole <laughs> Rich, spiel. Yeah, Rich started laughing. <laughs> so then he said, I have to admit, you have sort of like a Don Kingish way about you, the way your delivery and everything. And I was like, uh, should I say thank you or should I say? <laughs> that is probably the, uh, yeah, that, that, to, to be, don't, to don't say, refer to the Don Kingish way oh, God. <laughs> is possibly, <laughs> The compliment of all compliments for when it comes to a guy like you. Hey, well, what can I say? I try hard, man. <laughs> so then, um, we, we, I went on. I, if I let Red speak for that interview at least 10 seconds, that would have been too long. Oh, wow. I just went on and on and on in that interview. And then there was a point that Red just said, Hey, listen, dude. Nobody called to interview you, man. You called this show. They called to interview me. (laughs) (laughs) So that I guess Rich started feeling a little bad. So he said, you know what? All right. So apparently you guys have this match set up such, such date, blah, blah, blah. So let me, we'll we'll continue. If you have a Facebook email, you know, he was pretty much trying to give me the brush off. Exit stage left. <laughs> it's like we'll, we'll, we'll get in contact with you, okay? We're, we're giving you the countdown. Oh, man. the Hulk was coming. So, with that, I got I got connected with Rich. I started writing for Rich, uh, doing you know wrestling uh, articles for the for the show for the website, and then um, it just all came about. But the funny thing is that the the day of which we first met and at your den, your lair, right? Um, <laughs> I was I was stuck because I wasn't sure what you wanted me to do. Like, uh, if you want to be a, contrib- a contributor or whatever the case may be, and uh, and you was ask you were asking me like, what is it that I do? And I said, you know, I, g- I gave you, you know, just whatever. I just, yeah, just do everything out there. I said, fuck it, I- I'll do anything except just get in the ring and take a fucking bump. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> so, um, so you you had actually said, well, well, what are you going by? And for that moment, like, I just I drew a blank. Because I really like had these names in my head. I was gonna be like Red Martin or <laughs> Jason Sly. So I, I, I had like uh, these weird fucking names I was going through my head. It sounded more these, porno actor ish. In the alley comic book life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was real like greaseball shit. Like it's like I'm I'm the creep on Facebook. I'm Stone Jackson. <laughs> like I'm not that fucking dude. No. And then finally I just came up and I was like, I don't know, Jay Santi. And he was like, Yeah, I like that. Jay Santee, he's like, yeah, I like that. You, yeah. you got to stick to that. Oh, shocker to anybody who doesn't know, Jay Santee is not my real name. <laughs> it's just what I perform with now. So, yeah. So, I, I, like I said, I want to thank you because if it were, if it wasn't for me going through your hollow hallways of the den and lair of the Lorenz Dean show and Pro Slam World and such. I wouldn't be doing this. So, like I said, I, I give credit to you where credit is due. And you know what? I will. Uh, I told you I didn't want that. To <laughs> I was pro slam anyway. 
Pro Slam is, is doing all right. Um, actually, we're working on a couple of projects. Side projects? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As far as dealing with Pro Slam, I have tons of projects. How's Kevin Wrangler? <laughs> oh, Kevin Wrangler. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys have to really like be in the loop of Pro Slam to know all this shit. Kevin like, Wrangler. Go to the YouTube page. I swear, Pro Slam. <laughs> follow the time. And the funny, all right, the best thing you have to look up, also check out, um, search Pro Slam World's Thanksgiving Throwdown. Oh, oh, dude. We gotta talk about this. Okay. Do, dude, do you know? <laughs> And I know it's yours too. And I think one holiday, oh, we got to do another one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like jumping back and forth. You don't know the bitch that was to get that. Remember that? Dude, we wanted it up by Thanksgiving. Yes. I started Tuesday. Yeah. That shit didn't go up until like the following Tuesday. Like everybody did still had leftovers from Thanksgiving. And and I kept on calling. I was like, yo, is it done? Is it up yet? Is it up yet? Not even one, not even one episode is up yet. It's funny because each one, a shot in like 10 minute intervals. And if you guys didn't know, in, in 2011, uploading videos on YouTube were worse than what it is now. <laughs> yeah, especially if you got like music licenses, it was ridiculous. So it took forever, and I and I compliment you because your idea was amazing. Dean wanted to bring back the old school, you know, Survivor Series feeling of when we would were kids. You know, Survivor Series was at Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. And if if I'm not mistaken and fans feel free, anybody feel free. This is the only time that I'll be welcoming your comments and I have to say this for the record just to make me feel good. Oh, okay. You bums out there. <laughs> feel free to uh, <laughs> There you go. Feel free, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but back in the 90s I believe the Thanksgiving pay-per-view used to be on the Thursday. All right. They were on, th- they were on the Thursday. Safe, the, the Survivor Ooh. Series was on Thursday. Good times. So Good times. your idea was let's put, you know, just snippets of matches that we've had at Pro Slam, put the best matches together with vignettes, promos from the certain wrestlers who participated in matches, right. and have it up for Thanksgiving. So people, I said, yo, that's fucking awesome. We can do this. So I sat here with well, my fucking little Windows Movie Maker creator, and I I piece together everything you gave me we had the promos by the way if you look under the rob fury promo oh god for the thanksgiving yeah. throwdown it's one of the funniest fucking independent promos i've ever seen that shit is hilarious uh, yeah, he- especially the way that we we pieced it together it was hilarious um so yeah the, the assumption was that this was going to be up like thanksgiving like i said i started the upload on tuesday that shit didn't finish until the week later. <laughs> and, and mind you, I, we got to let everybody know, you was really under the gun to get that out oh, in, yeah. in prompt timing because for the simple reason that we already put the promotion out oh, there yeah. stating that Thanksgiving throwdown, look had, for it, Pro I Slam remember, World will I, be available. I did graphics for it and everything. Oh, there was shit there, but check it out. Like, it's so funny, man. I, you, I, I, I'm going to play this Thanksgiving the most. Do you know, that's what I meant to say, do you know till this day religiously, I still watch yeah? that whole thing. You put it on a playlist? That's yeah, cool. Man, like, that's, yeah. that, that, that was real cool. I, I, that, that was, that gave, <clears throat> that opened up the window of what this became here, mm-hmm. which is, you know, just being able. Now, you know, if you look at the interviewing that we did back then to compare to what I'm doing now, yeah, of course, it's different, but it's still the mindset of just trading off. We, a lot of that shit we did in one take. There mm-hmm. was no, there was no um, retakes. There was no scripted stuff. We stood there and we just shot that shit. Funny shit. Uh, as a matter of fact, the one I played in the intro was the one we did a two parter, <laughs> and that was the one that we talked about. The um, uh, it was leading up to the Jay Lethal uh, confrontation, but we'll, 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 we'll get to that in a minute. So, once again. I, 
Pro Slam. You said that we were connecting. You're also associated <clears> with <throat> associated with um, boxing. Yes, yeah. I remember yeah. you. That was your that was your 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 other area of expertise. Uh-huh. We've we've done a couple of shows underneath the LD promotion banner. Okay, um, <clears throat> that went pretty well. Yeah. Um, are you are you happy now that 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 boxing is now? <laughs> Finding a new life with the Premier Boxing League and stuff like that that's coming out, like you know, Channel Four is now showing Saturday Night Fights and stuff like that. Well, you got to remember, ESPN is pushing more boxing now. Well, you got to remember too. Um, don't want to put a sport on one person's back, on one person's shoulder, but you have to also remember that the writing was already on the wall, right? As far as Floyd Mayweather retiring, so these promoters and these, as far as producers, was putting these things together as far as what happens when he retires we have to put boxing back on the map right so what's the only way of doing it like back in the days right <laughs> taking that old formula i remember remember we had saturday saturday afternoon boxing yeah. abc will abc will have it cbs cbs um here's one for you you mentioned abc who remembers Wide World of Sports yeah yeah was, you had at least one like at least one or two uh, match or uh, boxing matches at least of a course. month. Yeah, they, they they would always and w- they made sure that Howard Cosell here to it. bring you this <laughs> week's <laughs> and the pugilist <laughs> are in the ring. I mean, we saw some great boxing at that era, at that time. So oh, yeah. you know, now it's, it's making a cup. So I know you're feeling good. You've been a big boxing fan for yeah, a while. Yeah, I, I just feel like now the platform is opening up back again, like it was back in the days, as far as in the eighties and even nineties. Mm. You know, because I think with when I think boxing's been paying too much attention to certain headliners, and right. obviously they're not they're headliners for a reason. They're right. bringing the money, right? But you have so much talent in this sport that we call boxing that the platform needs to be opened up a little more. Yeah. And now I guess you know, and I'm not blaming him for it, but hey, once you're that great, it's not your fault. No, right, right, right. blame you for it. But now with the retirement of Mayweather, temporarily retirement, because uh-huh. I still think that he's yeah. going to come back. Um, <clears throat> that's opening up the doors for a lot more other athletes, a lot more other fighters to come on and display their skills. What do you think is the like the big... Uh, Keith pro- Thurman, um, people talking about yeah. Keith Thurman a whole lot, that he's supposed to be... Um, the next coming. Yeah, the next coming. Um, <clears throat> you got a couple of guys. As a matter of fact, we got some guys on the, on the Mayweather banner that's actually pretty, pretty solid, yeah. believe it or not. That's coming out of that camp. Yeah, yeah. They actually, they actually if you... If you want to check out his last fight, his yeah, his last fight, um, he had like two fighters. I forgot the guy's name. They, he's fighting underneath, I think, a light heavyweight, mm-hmm. light heavyweight division or welterweight. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on that. But he has some strong, strong talent. And then we have an upcoming one, a big one, with Canelo and Cody. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And that's the other to- thing too. I was going to mention. Like now we're we're seeing. Uh, it used to be. Remember years ago, it was. The, the dominance of the heavyweight division in which right, it was, right. you know, the, the, the big men going oh, in and clanging and clanging. Floyd and snatched and, that up. Yeah, Floyd yeah. Snatched that up. Although we, we had years ago, we had the Sugar Rays, we had the, uh, the Tommy Hearns, the Marvelous Marvin Hag, right. you know, that, 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 that was that. It was more of that being the big card. But when you had the heavyweight card, everybody would just come out in droves to mm-hmm. come out to see those matches, especially when Mike came out and of Iron course. Mike came out, he just like was tearing it up. But now we're seeing that. <laughs> With boxing as is, and now it's coming back to form. It is now they're looking at every division very closely, and they're looking at every weight class to make sure that you know we want to put these guys in the forefront, and we'll give you the spotlight. But you guys got to go out there and you know earn it. 
Right. Yeah, you right. got to earn it because a lot of people don't, you know, boxing out, you know, whatever people may believe is, you know, the corruption of it, whatever the case may be. But if you're putting out these matches, we got to make sure that, that, that there's actually, you know, something to go out there and show that, there, that, that there's some meat on this bone. Right? Of course. Of so, course. <laughs> but I knew, I knew, I, I knew that you were a big fan. I remember when I walked in, I saw a lot of boxing memorabilia. What were you, what were you drawn to first? Were you a boxing guy first or wrestling? Oh, that's. <sighs> I mm. <laughs> you want me to be honest? Yeah, you could say both. Really? Because you you know what drew both those worlds together? Right. Rocky three. Oh yeah, Thunder yeah. Lips. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, well, you know, brother. Of course. Of course. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I my first all right, my first boxing event. My dad sat me down on the couch. First boxing event. HBO ever watch pay per view wise. Well, it was. I wasn't up that late because it was late when that during that time, and I was like probably what eight, right. seven years old or something. But um, Sugar Ray and Hagler, that okay. was my yeah. very first yeah. boxing fight, and that, right. that's a premier match to, yeah. to, to get drawn into. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the fight right there. Yeah. Till this day, I'm still looking for Sugar Ray and Hagler part two. I thought we was going to have it with Mayweather and right. Pacquiao, but. Nah, I guess that fell by the wayside. You can't, you can't. Read that. Right then and there, that that was like a those 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 times were magic moment times. Of course, of course. And I'm not, and not to say that we're not going to see that these <clears throat> days. It's just that there's there's still there's a tarnished element that's with boxing right now. Yeah, I that's mean, a lot. A lot of a lot of stuff that was back in the days. It was done, you know, behind the scenes. You didn't know about it until now. Like now, a lot of this shit is up in the forefront. Everybody's throwing up their arms and air. Like what the? Oh, fuck? And I still don't know how people buy pay per views. I'll tell you one thing, and that's episode nineteen. Brian XL. Yeah, I see, and I and I see the we were talking off the, off the mic just earlier that that the the loyalty that you guys have with your students, and yeah. you don't even think of them as students too much anymore. Now it's more like family. That's what absolutely. it is. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't you don't get that a lot uh, these days, especially in the in in, in the wrestling world because it's it's rough shot, man. It's a, you know you you hear a lot of tales of. Guys in and out the business who who've had you know the, the, looking over their shoulder, seeing you know yeah, the, the next guy getting in that pocket. But you guys have have, have been good to them, man, and that's it's, it's 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 a pleasure to see, man. No doubt, you know what it is, man. That and um these kids, man, because you know when we was uh, training, you know what I mean we used to train with Mikey Whipwreck, mm-hmm. and it was uh, amazing Red and the Quiet Storms, Chris Devine, SAT. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean it was really hard. You know right. what I'm saying? It wasn't easy. We used to train like once a week, and um, they took it more serious than I did. You right. know what I'm saying? And these other wrestling schools that uh, we used to go to to train, people used to get like the trainers used to beat the kids up and yeah. take their money, and you know what I mean? You know what it is? Because at the same time, remember if if you come off the from the street and you want to become a professional wrestler, and you go in a wrestling school and you see a ring, mm. you 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 excited. Right. You know what I'm saying you and and. And at that at that same time, the owner of the place sometimes takes advantage of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And take advantage of the the student or the guy that comes in that wants to be a professional wrestler. And and I, we don't do that in House of Glory. You know what I'm saying? See, it, what? Let me just, let me just start you off. I'm because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go backwards and and start off with your father's a pastor, right? Absolutely. Right. And my mother and your mom's. And was that? Going to be your set future? Were you were you looking into pastoral stuff? And, and, um, you know, yeah, that's into- that's what God got me here for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but let's get this straight. My mother and my father 
was strong drug addicts. Right. They were. Um, my father used to shoot up heroin. Right. And my mother was a real uh, coke user. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She was really heavy on drugs and mm. Bushwick, and Bushwick, Bushwick all day. <laughs> my father used to be in Bushwick in the, the 70s, 80s. He used to like rob people yeah. and, and you know uh, support his habit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So my father was known for robbing people and doing a lot of drugs and sleeping in the streets and stuff like that. Mm. And then in like 95, uh, but you got to understand, too, I wasn't raised with my dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got two brothers, and they older. I was the youngest. You oh, know okay. So I'm the youngest. I got two older brothers. And and by the way, they all, y'all all look alike. Like, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you can tell, you like, can, to split the atom yeah, is, like, right there. Even my cousins, we all look alike. Yeah. You see my cousin's street. Yeah. You see my cousin's street, like, that, 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 that's definitely, he's definitely with Brian. <laughs> that's a bias I mean? right there. Yeah, it's a bias right there. We, and I have a lot of, like, I have a lot. I have a big family. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have cousins and uncles that... That you know, you live the street life right. like crazy. So, um, yeah. So my mom's and my my dad was heavy drug addicts, and and especially my dad. And then in '95, he came to Christ, and and like 2008, I say 2009, my mom's came to to Christ. Oh, okay. You know so, like, um, they and my mom's was it was not she was not heavy on it like with my dad. My mom was more like a you know Recreational, once in a while, yeah. yeah Recreational you know what I'm saying? Type, so, yeah. And then, but God is using both of them heavy. They they be in Mexico, Santo Domingo, and they be traveling all over the world preaching the gospel. That's you know beautiful. That that's Absolutely. that's beautiful, especially you know the, the time period. You said ninety five, and then she went and and she found she found God in in oh nine. That's a long period of time. Yeah, so absolutely. he he must have been struggling to like pull her in while he's doing his own no, thing. No, no, uh, there was no there was no uh, relationship. Oh, okay, when my father left. My mom, when she was six months pregnant of me, oh, okay. so I was raised without my pops. Oh, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like my my brothers remember my father more than I. He was around for that. But oh, for okay. me, it was just my mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? And my pops used to come in and out of my life. He used to only come in when I used to do bad. He used to come in with my butt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like my mom, my mom's yeah. she used to be my mother and my father. She she beat all of us up. Right. Like, we act up. She, she she broke my arm before. I could show you my head right here. I got a scar. She cracked my head with a with a, with a bat. Was was your dad was it, was he still like in the neighborhood? Like you were still bumping to him in the nah, street like he, that? Um, he was in the south side oh, of, okay. of Brooklyn, uh, on like Williamsburg and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That's where I'm, that's, then, my, that's my that's my home. That's yeah, that's where he was at. And he yeah. went to Puerto Rico. Okay, you know what I mean. So he was out there doing his thing over there. But um, he he came back uh, like '95 and he was in and out of my life and. Basically, when I got in trouble and my mom couldn't handle us no more, she'll call him and he'll come do the dirty work. You know what I'm saying? And when when all this going when all this is going on, you know, you 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 you're still you're preteen, going into your teenage years and stuff like that. When 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 did like wrestling become part of your life? Um, my mother used to tell me that because I was a uh, I was one of those kids that couldn't stay still. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got a son like that's like that now. Right. I couldn't stay still. Right. I used to always run around and doing things I was not supposed to be doing. Right. Like, I like doing bad stuff. No ADHD, you know what I'm saying? There was no diagnosis yeah. of that back then. Yeah. It was just a cocotasso. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So, uh, my mother told me, like, in the age of four, that's uh, when I started seeing wrestling. You know, okay. on Saturdays, how they used to have the superstar stuff. And, right, and the wrestling know. challenge and so, shit like yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, once uh, I got introduced to wrestling, I just, every time it went on, I stood still. I stood there and, and watched it every time, and everything for me was wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. But when wrestling was not around, I used to always be doing things. I was, you know, what I'm saying. So, I've been watching wrestling for a lot of years, man. Was it? Was it that? Was it a, like? Was with me? My uncle wasn't. He was an indie wrestler in the neighborhood in Williamsburg. Oh, he nice. Was, yeah, yeah. He went under. Uh, he went under the gimmick as the King Cobra. He was on the. He was a luchador mask, right. and 
he was the one that drew me in at about the same age. I was about five or six years old, and he would sit there, and I would watch, you know, Larry Zabisco, uh, Bruno, Billy, yeah. uh, Superstar Billy Graham and stuff. And I never had, like, that pull to say, like, you know, fuck that, I'm going to go take a bump. Yeah, <laughs> I no. wasn't that guy. I never thought, I never, uh, yeah, I, I, I did, no, yeah, I remember in fifth grade, um, there was a cop that came to the classroom, mm-hmm. and um, he had everybody stand up and say what you want to be when you grow up. And then um, when he came to me, I said, I want to be a wrestler. Mm. And uh, the teacher said, come on, Baez. We're talking about something real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ain't that some yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, She said, that's a real career, Baez. And she hated shit. me, too, because I was so bad. Like, <laughs> I was a bad kid. You know what I mean? People that know me know. You know what I mean? All the years in school, I was a bully. I used to be, I used to be a bad kid. Yeah. So was so was wrestling the part of the discipline once once you started um, going to the school? Yeah. Well, first of all, where did you? Where was the first school you went to? Um, what do you mean? As wrestling? Uh, wrestling, yeah. Um, it was uh, somewhere, uh, uh, it was called Puerto Rico Arena. Mm-hmm. It was, I think, in Besta. Mm-hmm. Um Who we, ran it? Huh? Who ran it? Uh, Pedro. <laughs> Pedro something. You know what I'm saying? Check this out. We have a connection there. I actually lived in the same building with Pedro. Oh, wow. In Williamsburg, and Borinquen. Borinquen. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They lived, they lived up there. And you know his sons. Angel. Louis, Angel. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's so, crazy because we used to... Um, we used to do like backyard wrestling. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, Chris Devine's house, uh, Eddie. Right. And um, that's why I got I met Red at. Right. I mean, it was uh, me, uh, Chris Devine, Quiet, no, not Quiet Storm, um, SAT. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And um, and then one day Red came, uh, a friend of ours was like, oh, you do backyard wrestling. Um, we got this kid that's crazy. You know what I mean? And um, Red came and in and, and two minutes he took the show. Oh, yeah. yeah he went through a table. And believe it or not, was that um, the was that the Ghetto Wrestling Federation? <laughs> yeah, we had some backyard. We used, you know, it's great. We used, to, we used to look. We used to drive around, and look for mattresses. Yeah. So we used to pick up the mattresses and bring it to the backyard. You know what I'm saying? And um, anyway, Red. The first time I met Red was there, and uh, I was probably like 12, 13, and then um, maybe a little older, fourteen or so. And um, we met him, and he did that, and. I was ready to beat him up. The first time I met Red, I didn't like him. Why? You know Why? Because I feel like he, he wasn't he, putting you over. Or no, something? no, not that. It's because there was a couple of us that been doing it for a long time, and you know, a couple of months, and he came in and he was doing things that we didn't do. Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I was telling Joel, I was like, "Yo, let's just jump him." You know what I'm saying? But for real though, legit. That's like, you know straight shoot. No, no, yeah, no, real, real. I was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm gonna just punch him in his face." Like I was, I, I hate, I, I hate it. I was a hater right there. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it didn't happen, and um. Somebody was like, oh, you know, there's a wrestling ring over here. You know what I mean? And then one day we went over there, and we, we didn't get trained by anybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? We just paid him, and, and on Sundays, I believe, in the morning, we would go over there and run our little uh, promotion. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. how we started. It's funny, yeah, because you said that because I, I, I remember um, Pedro and what he had going on. Regular season sportscast with your boy BXL, HOG. Stay tuned. Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Once again, I want to thank you guys for being a part of this week's episode of the pretty good parts of the regular season sports guys. Giving you book one, book two coming out next week. Got to tell you, this is basically the culmination of all the early episodes. As you can hear, we had you know New York City Wrecking Crew. We had uh, Good Hank Flanders and two men who basically shook up the nyc wrestling promotions a few weeks back and they were on the regular season sportscast crss yeah lorenz dean and brian xl hopefully i could get those guys back so we could um 
we can follow up to see what's going on with them. Check out House of Glory coming up August 19th at the New York City Arena in Jamaica, Queens. They have a big, big, big event. If you're going to be in the New York City area, this is the place to be. Friday night, doors open at 5.30 for the meet and greet. On the card is you got Mickey James. You got Drew Galloway. You have both Hardys, Matt Hardy and Jeff, Brother Nero, the broken Matt Hardy. And their their champion, House of Glory's heavyweight champion, EC3, Ethan Carter III, and tons and tons of House of Glory stars. You have Private Party. You have New York City Wrecking Crew. You have the regulars. That's us. We're in the building. Check us out. If you see us there, say what's up. You're going to see us. We, we're going to be standing out. We're going out there to represent TRSSpodcast.com. We're going to be there repping. Make sure you guys check us out there. As I said, New York City Arena. Make sure you check them out uh, at their website. Go to their go to their Facebook page. You know they have their uh, their availability for what tickets are left. House of Glory Wrestling, uh, hogwrestling.net as well. I believe is at uh, houseofglorywrestling.com. So check them out there. So yeah, I just want to do a quick turnbuckle tabloid. Like I said, we don't, don't want to interrupt too much of the pretty good parts. Just want to give a quick rundown. WWE. Raw and SmackDown, Raw pretty much is setting the cards up for what's going to be their run for their new title, the WWE Universal Championship, which I'm, I'm growing with the name. I like it because it pretty much gives us a saying of anybody's available to get said title. It's not just for heavyweights. I'm a fan of that. I like that. Um, promo. Early on, they had with uh, Seth Rollins. Well, first of all, the big promo they had with uh, Sasha, Enzo, Jericho, and Charlotte was actually good. It's finally good to see wrestlers open up the show rather than the authority or, you know, the GM, whatever the case may be, you, you want to call whoever the fuck it is. But it was good to see that they were involved and got the crowd going, That in which you're supposed to. That's what you want. You want that pop from the performers or the wrestlers themselves so that was a good that was a good start to the night the it, you know it's 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 funny because everybody likes finn and i'm, I'm a big finn guy too I, i've been a fan since he was prince devon and such like that but the crazy thing it's that like i don't want him to get the keys to the car i don't want him to get him the keys to the, the to, to the house yet the seat to the throne and it's weird because I don't think Seth should get it either. It's just so weird. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm at a loss. I'm in a tizzy. I'm. I don't know. I need to. I need to work on what it is that I really need because, to be honest, you give Finn the run. It's like oh, you're forcing us down. You're forcing him down our throat again. Uh, it's like Roman Reigns. But then you give Seth the the the, the belt, and it's like oh cool but we're doing this again so i you know me i wasn't a big fan of finn going over and contending for the wwe universal championship i would have preferred cesaro would probably been a better storyline for me possibly or even a kevin owens but we see how that runs out and i pulled by the way finn on the mic he's good but he's you know it's 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 not as it, it doesn't feel. I guess in NXT they didn't really have him talk so much, and it, when you're backstage, it's a little something. He's he's a charismatic dude, but it didn't really come off. Plus, that Raw crowd on on Monday was god awful. They fucking suck balls. And I know the crowd doesn't really make 
the 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 match because you know everybody pretty much you know wrestlers even say it themselves it's like don't blame the crowd it's you who goes out there and perform you got to entertain which i understand correctly but jesus some of these spots you know these guys were you know were, were showing some enthusiasm and it was like meh whatever all right yeah that's what that, that, that's what you're supposed to do also, uh, you know, there was a lot of people on the internet who were saying, oh, hey, Roman, welcome to Midcard World. Hey, I guess you're going to have to start from the beginning, huh? And I said, you know what? That's good. I think that's really, really good. I think that's a good thing. I'm your Huckleberry. That's right. To go and challenge uh, the, the likes of Rusev, he should step up and... I'm your Huckleberry. That's a good fit for him. He needs to get get going on a lower and not even lower because going up against Rusev is not a is not a lower standard. That could be a main event any other night, Roman and, and Rusev. So that is a good prelude to getting the momentum back from and you might actually be able to get a fan backing. You can use that United States title to help vault him for that Universal Championship. So let's see how that goes. Also we have um and SmackDown, I was pleased to see the old D- Dean Ambrose, Dolph Ziggler interaction. I think Dolph is primed and ready to get into that spotlight again. He needs it. Uh, they, I think they're going to find a way to, to cut him down. But, you know, if this is the, the, the first lead up to, to getting him some type of status on SmackDown, more power to him. I'm waiting to see that go over for him he had a the eva marie situation with you know, her uh unable to compete was pretty genius i think that's how you're supposed to draw the heat piggyback off the heat and keep it going i i i'm very much excited about that now you're getting me interested i wasn't interested before in her but now you're really 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 me in so i'm ready to check that out look how professional i am i got my fucking phone ringing in the background so uh, i'm 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 slowly seeing the progression of how the two new shows are going with the changes and i gotta tell you that i'm 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 happy with it i'm okay with it everybody wants instant satisfaction we live in a day and age where everybody needs to have instant satisfaction but I'm okay with it. I'm 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 cool with, with with how it's going. Be sure you guys also check out if you haven't seen it yet the CWC the Cruiserweight uh, series the championship series. It's oh, it's so good, so good. Uh, the Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano match is wow. It's that's what wrestling is man for real that's what wrestling is uh shout out to my boy richard swan as well he did a he did his thing i just kind of worried about that that whole gimmick shit it's kind of almost balancing on our truth but that's okay but other than that guys check it out it's it's utterly utterly amazing and quickly on other news and uh what culture pro wrestling they've announced that kurt angle will be on their card in october and most likely it looks like it's going to be a face off between he and Cody Rhodes. Be sure you check that out as well. I'm I, I'm I'm digging the what culture thing on YouTube, uh, which means possibly Kurt Angle will not be making a WWE appearance anytime soon. I'm expecting Royal Rumble. Also, Cody Rhodes sighting will be at House of Glory as well in New York City in October. He will be going up against the man from Ring of Honor, Michael Elgin. That's going to be 
that's going to be a big night, man. That's going to be a real big night. I'll let you guys know the information on that as well once it starts coming up. So be sure you check us out at House of Glory if you are in the New York City area. Hashtag regulars. Step us up. You Believe me, you'll notice me. I'll be in the building with the crew. We deep, y'all. We deep. All right. We're going to be closing out uh, this week's this episode of the pretty good parts of the regular season sportscast. Got one more interview to go down the line with. And, uh, yeah, man. It's been awesome. Almost a 50. Catch you in a minute. Será cola. Hey, what's up, man? Going down on some ladies' nighty parts or something like that. Nah, man, I just caught the flu real bad. I can't knock it. Look, man, you look like you need some Syracola. Some what? Syracola. Man, it's that cough drop that'll clear you up and make you feel nice. Syracola? I ain't never. Listen, man. Telling you, you'll take it. That cough will go right away, and you'll be buzzing for the next eight hours. Shit, I just took one. Yeah, but your throat still sounds like shit. But you know what? I feel nice. It's a rock cola, huh? Let me get one of those, man. Let me try that shit. Syrah cola. That cough drop that'll soothe your throat and also make you feel nice. From the makers of Henny Cough Drops, you get Syrah Cola. Syrah Cola. This is the rogue Anthony Gangone, and you're listening to the regular season podcast. TRSS, the interview. <laughs> what is the first thing that David? Episode 19. Oh, Anthony Gangone. Pick up a heavy bag. Like, uh, I don't know, 40 times, drop it in, in, on the mat itself. And then, you know, your bumps. And then, uh, we did a few rolls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, other than that, yeah. But it was a lot of, uh, uh, endurance and, and, and cardio the first day. Did you do the, uh, the, the typical thought process of maybe this is not for me? No. This is- <laughs> actually, the, right before I came into the school, I was actually so nervous that I almost didn't open the door and almost went back to my car. Wow. Yeah. Did, it was, was House of Glory your, your first choice of wrestling schools you want to go to? Uh, I, I went to NYWC the year prior. Mm hmm. But financially, it just didn't work out for me. And then I was found, Johnny Rods there? Was that no, him? no, no. Uh, at the time, uh, it's Mikey Whipwreck School. Oh, Mikey. At, okay. at the time, uh, who was the trainer? Pat Buck was the trainer over there. Mm. So, but and 
when you finally were able to open the door and you, you stepped in after day one yeah what went through your mind that this is where i should be yeah. <laughs> it's funny because you you come off so like withdrawn yeah <laughs> but you are the guy at house of glory when you're in the ring and there's mic time we scream give him the mic yeah <laughs> how how is that it, it's funny that you you seem so subdued right now but in the ring you just seem to come alive how like is that an does that come natural like i know a lot of people say that they play off the opposite of themselves is that the same for you uh i, w- I wouldn't say it's the opposite of me but uh i i've kind of been playing around with this idea that um maybe the real life me is more of the mask than the 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 um gimmick me right so may i i feel definitely feel more comfortable in the ring than i do anywhere else yeah so and then you it plays off well because uh i i see there's 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 certain guys who you, you when you when you see them in a the ring not even promo wise just basically ring technicians or, or or ring maneuvers there's certain guys that you could tell a, in their mind they're going two three four hit the ropes step two like you can see them count you're like they're pacing you are like the natural to it mm-hmm. do you feel that that came you know over time or it was something that you just you were you know like they were able to you were able to get get it quickly from 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 red and brian uh, I, I mean, I would say that I kind of picked it up kind of quickly, but I definitely, you know, had matches uh, like that, mm-hmm. counting my my steps and uh, and all that. But I, I would say that I probably picked it up relatively quickly. How long it took before you got your first legit match? Uh, six months. Really? Yeah, that wow. was my goal. Six wow. months. Yeah. That's 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 that's. That's good. That's good. I, I know of guys in other schools that it takes them a year, two. Yeah. I get it. But six months, get your first match. Mm-hmm. You remember who was it? Uh, what it went down? Uh, it was at. It wasn't even in House of Glory, but uh, it was in Massachusetts for NEFW at the time, and I teamed with Panda Man, a uh, guy by the name of Alex Reyes, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was Mark Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we faced, uh, I don't remember everyone in the match, but it was Scott Wilde was in it, Isaiah Rex, Valkyrie, and uh, someone else, but I, I, the name escapes me. Who, who, who did the over there? Who, who, who did the, um, who put who, who put over anyone that night? Who was the one that took the pin for? It was the draw. It was a draw. Yeah? Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to start the yes. career. <laughs> that was a good way to start. Who was it that says, I mean, because I, I know that Red and, and Brian, they're, you know, as much as people may see them, you know, with Red with his, you know, his illustrious career, Brian as well, and you know him being the CEO and you know the, that to me. But he 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 keep those two keep you guys close with family, and and I I hear how you know everybody at House of Glory just just always seems to have each other's back. When is it that they're that they say to you, okay, you can go out and you know like. To take the booking at Massachusetts, like when when does that call come to you that you say you're able to say you know? Well, uh, I guess it happened by accident for me. Uh, someone couldn't make the show and they needed someone. And at the time, not other than Panda Man and Alex Reyes, no, yeah. one, no one else was wrestling. Right. So it was an eight man tag. So you can kind of hide weaknesses there. So right. uh, Brian and uh, I think it was Red. It might have been just Brian took me aside and said, hey, I need you to do this. And I felt I, uh, I wouldn't say I was ready, but 
uh, you know, I could fake it enough. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quote unquote fake it yes. enough. Quote unquote. But uh, you, you, you seem to also have this maturity when yeah. it comes to to wrestling. I mean, you you said six months in, you know, you've already been doing it for this long. But it seems like I say, like it, it seems like a maturity to it. Like, were you like a historian of wrestling? Like, did you really like watch wrestling yeah. that yes. in depth? You said yes. since four years old, but. Were you just a regular one promotion guy, or were you Mm-mm. everything? Mm-mm. I watched everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. You're a local guy. Where are you where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from Queens. From Queens. Yeah. So were you like the the, the you know the indie scene going to Elks and stuff like that? Uh, I I went to one ICW show, mm-hmm. and the main event was Red Whipwreck and uh, no, I'm sorry, Whipwreck was the ref. Uh, Red Super Crazy and Tajiri. Uh, but other than that, I really spent my time at the Ring of Honor, Hammerstein Ballroom, right. Grand Ballroom. Yeah. Oh, really? That's yeah. where the, that's where the, the yeah that'll that'll be the place where you open your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised when you said the uh, the ICW show it wasn't Red and Demonso. That's always yeah. like <laughs> that the, was like uh, the, epic saga. Yeah, that never like ends. The, the main event every two months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so when you it just well the I guess the opening thing I can say with with Ring of Honor with Ring of Honor is that that's I guess that's the premier show that you want to look at because it's not your typical you know WWE type of promotion with Ring of Honor were there guys in Ring of Honor when you started first getting into that you really like play close uh, close attention to yeah um Austin Aries was one Nigel McGuinness was another uh Brian Danielson and uh at the time, I think Tyler Black just came in, or Seth Rollins, mm. and uh, that was pretty much my uh, generation of watching Ring of Honor. From, yeah, from '07 uh, to roughly uh, 2010. Yeah, that was about that was about the time where I started picking it up as well. It was just like when you seen those guys come up, and especially when you saw the American Dragon go at it, it was just it, it, it compared to what it is now. It's 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 a farcical of what they did what he's doing now mm-hmm. i even tell people i said that's not even partial of his move set it's ridiculous what he does same mm-hmm. thing with, with with tyler black seth rollins for you guys who don't know uh, <laughs> so when you when you were watching it and you know you started picking it up did you automatically think when you started training like i'm gonna do the same shit these fucking guys are doing <laughs> uh, <laughs> I well do I, I probably wrestled my first uh seven matches exactly like chris hero really yes pretty much everything he did i did until uh one day work a little stiff <laughs> I, I i don't know that i haven't wrestled him yet but uh, no, what i'm saying did you work a little stiff like <laughs> those those are lies uh <laughs> but yeah so until john silver and uh alex uh, uh reynolds told me uh maybe too much hero but so after that <laughs> like, after that i tried to find myself pull it back a little bit yeah <laughs> This message is brought to you by WWE Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons. You're listening to TRSS Sportscast. And if you're not, I got one word for you. Damn! All right, guys, we're going to be closing out this special edition of the regular season Sportscast TRSS. The pretty good parts. Book one. Be sure you check out next week's episode. It'll be book two. It'll be the next 20 I want to thank everybody who was a part of this episode, who was part of TRSS coming down the line. Like I said, you guys are awesome. Big shout outs will be coming on episode 50. I got a lot in store for that regular season sportscast. 50 episodes about to be deep in. We're going in. We're about to go in deeper. You know, I got a lot of big plans. Going to be talking about that sooner or later. 
make sure you check out everything at RageWorks.net. Uh, be sure you check out RageWorks.net forward slash shop for all things merch, apparel, call me when it's over, TRSS, uh, uh, Black is the New Black, everything under the RageWorks.net sun. Make sure you check that out. Also, be sure you check out our Facebook page. Check out our Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Be sure you check out the YouTube. I'll tell you more videos are coming. Have the WWE 2K17 sneak peek preview, uh, TRSS on the bench. Uh, Snapchat, Waterbed Red RW. And the Instagram is the same. And now we got some fun stuff on there as well with the, you know, Insta Snap, corny fucking titles you give this shit. Listen, it's more shit. It's more fun. It's photo stuff and photo stuff. So enjoy it. Embrace it. Stop hating. All right, guys. Once again, Thanks again for being a part. See you guys next week for another another edition of the Pretty Good Parts, book two. And um, yeah, listen, remember, I'm not best for business. I am best for everyone. Live that gimmick, y'all. Squash! The regular season sportscast. <laughs>